That's it. That was your cue. What was my cue? That right there. You're supposed to say, Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. That's right. Then you say, Myths from Around the World. Myths from Around the World. Okay, and a stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast. A stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast? Well, where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared. Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission for the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. The Quest for Medusa's Head, Part 5, The Dreadful Gorgons. With a sharp sword on his side and a bright shield on his arm, Perseus flew bravely onward in search of the dreadful Gorgons. But he had the cap of darkness upon his head, and you could no more have seen him than you could see the wind. He flew so swiftly that it was not long until he had crossed the mighty sea which encircles the earth, and he had come to the sunless land which lies beyond. And then he knew, from what the maidens had told him, that the lair of the Gorgons could not be far away. He heard the sound as if someone was breathing heavily, and he looked around sharply to see where it came from. Among the foul weeds which grew close to the bank of a muddy river, there was something which glittered in the pale light. He flew a little nearer, but he did not dare to look straight forward, lest he could all at once meet the gaze of a Gorgon and be changed into stone. So he turned around and held the shining shield before him in such a way that by looking into it he could see the objects behind him as in a mirror. Ah, what a dreadful sight it was. Half hidden among the weeds lay the three monsters, fast asleep with their golden wings folded about them. Their brazen claws were stretched out as though they were ready to seize their prey, and their shoulders were covered with sleeping snakes. The two largest of the Gorgons lay with their heads tucked under their wings as birds hide their heads when they go to sleep. But the third, who lay between them, slept with their face turned towards the sky, and Perseus knew that she was Medusa. Very stealthily he went nearer and nearer, always with his back towards the monsters, and always looking into his bright shield to see where to go. Then he drew his sharp sword and, dashing quickly downward, struck a back blow so sure, so swift, that the head of Medusa was cut from her shoulders and the black blood gushed like a river from her neck. Quick as a thought, he thrust the terrible head into his magic pouch and leapt into the air and flew away with the speed of the wind. Then the two older Gorgons awoke and rose with dreadful screams and spread their great wings and dashed after him. They could not see him, for the cap of darkness hid him even from their eyes, but they scented the blow to the head which he carried in the pouch. Like hounds in a chase, they followed him, sniffing the air. And as he flew through the clouds, he could hear their dreadful cries and the clatter of their golden wings and the snapping of their horrible jaws. But the magic slippers were faster than any wings, and in a little while the monsters were left behind, and their cries were heard no more, and Perseus flew on alone.
have been listening to Empat Studios' presentation of the myths from around the world, a special Dog Days of Podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their samples library. The stories that we have shared can be found at gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on nimlas.org, or you can email us at j at jglangchance.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 unported license. Thanks for joining us.